This is Sam, and you're listening to the Pub Trivia Group Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Pub Trivia Group Podcast. This is Sam. Thank you for playing my game. Thank you for joining me for game number 82. Oh man, I am feeling extra appreciative today for all of you. I just got back my Spotify wrapped summary from the past year. Apparently, about 6,500 of you have me in their top 10 most listened to podcasts of the year. Um, That is awesome. I can't believe that anyone besides my mom and my aunt would listen to this thing. Uh, and to see that not only do people listen, but 6,000 and a half of you or 6,500 of you have me on your Spotify wrapped as one of your top 10 podcasts. Uh, that is awesome. If that is you, if you're hearing me say this and that, that is you who has me in their Spotify wrapped, reach out, tell me your favorite round. I will dedicate a round to you and a shout out coming up on a future episode. And speaking of shout outs, I have several shout outs embedded in today's rounds of just people that have reached out over the past week. It's been a good week even before Spotify wrapped. Anyway, um, speaking of people who do not have me in their Spotify wrapped, I want to introduce quick my wife, Sarah. Sarah, how are you doing? Doing well. How are you? (laughs) I don't have a Spotify wrap at all, so it's not that I just don't listen to him. Yeah, she tried to do Spotify wrap today and realized that she hasn't listened to Spotify enough in the past year to even get one. Uh, but even if she did listen to Spotify more, I don't think she listens to the Pup Trivia Group podcast, but that's okay because she does a lot of behind-the-scenes work. Anytime we have a live game, she's keeping score. I bounce a lot of rounds off of her, and she reluctantly uh, listens and provides her feedback. So I'm excited to have her playing along today. Anyway, the three rounds we have, I have the name game, I have short answer chain by request, and then I have common initials by request. Anyway, round number one the name game. Haven't played this one in a while, so here's how it goes. I have 10 items, and each of these items features a common name, like a person's name. Like it could be Sam, or variants count too, so it could be Sam, or Samuel, or Samantha. Like any of those would be fair game, Samwise even. Um, So all these 10 items have a person's name or a variant of a person's name. Anyway, I will give you the clue. You tell me who or what I am talking about. All right. Number one. This 2012 comedy was the first feature-length film to be directed by Seth MacFarlane. Item number two. As the 26th president of the United States, this politician was a Republican. Shortly after leaving the White House, this politician formed his own progressive bull moose party to run against William Howard Taft, who was the Republican president serving as his successor. Item number three. One of three brothers adopted by Dave Seville, this character typically wears green and is usually depicted as the youngest. Item number four. Notable roles by this actor include 275 appearances as Sam Malone, 129 appearances as John Becker, 103 appearances as D.B. Russell, and 52 appearances as Michael. Item number five. Alive from 1932 to 2009, 
this U.S. Senator from Massachusetts presented what I would consider the most recent significant primary challenge against an incumbent president when he unsuccessfully challenged President Carter in 1980. Item number six, also a U.S. Senator, born in Calgary with the name Raphael, this U.S. Senator gained national attention for a 21-hour, 19-minute filibuster in 2013, which opposed the Affordable Care Act. Item 7. Electrocuted to death on January 24, 1989, this man was portrayed by Zac Efron in 2019, Chad Michael Murray in 2021, and again in 2021 by Luke Kirby. Item number eight. Founded in 1984, this organization uses the slogan, Ideas Worth Sharing. Item number nine. This three-time Super Bowl champion linebacker was welcomed back by his team of 13 seasons as an honorary captain at Super Bowl 49. And item number 10. This television series lasted three seasons from August 2020 to May 2023. Interestingly enough, the show was based on a series of commercials for NBC Sports, which aired in 2013. All right, there we had the 10 items. I'll go over those again, but then I'm going to reveal the answers or give Sarah the chance to guess the answer. We'll see if she's right or not. So pause now if you want more time to figure these out on your own. Anyway, here we go. Item number one. This 2012 comedy was the first feature-length film to be directed by Seth MacFarlane. Was that Ted? That was Ted, right? Ted was a teddy bear. I think I never saw it. But yeah, the film is Ted. Anyway, number two. As the 26th president of the United States, this politician was a Republican. Shortly after leaving the White House, this politician formed his own progressive bull moose party to run against William Howard Taft, who was the Republican president serving as his successor. Who am I talking about? It's got to be Teddy Roosevelt, right? That would be Teddy Roosevelt, yeah. Kind of how the name game works, right? Teddy or Theodore, right? All right, item number three. One of three brothers adopted by Dave Seville. This character typically wears green and is usually depicted as the youngest. The chipmunk, Theodore yeah. Seville is his name, right? Yeah, Theodore Seville or Theodore Chipmunk. As long as you knew it was the chipmunk, you get the point, yeah. All right, number four. Notable roles by this actor include 275 appearances as Sam Malone, 129 appearances as John Becker, 103 appearances as D.B. Russell, and 52 appearances as Michael. Ted Danson. Ted Danson is correct. Yeah, Sam Malone from Cheers, John Becker from Becker, D.B. Russell from CSI, and Michael from The Good Place. All right, number five. Alive from 1932 to 2009, this U.S. Senator from Massachusetts presented what I would consider and I am a high school teacher of U.S. government, so I, I think my opinion is okay on this. So anyway, 
This U.S. Senator presented what I would consider the most recent significant primary challenge against an incumbent president when he unsuccessfully challenged President Carter in 1980. Who is that? I don't have an answer for this one. Yeah, so that would be Ted Kennedy. Oh, I was going to guess that, but then <laughs> second guessed. Yeah, so I guess his, his nephew was about to launch a primary challenge in the Democratic primary in 2024, uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., but he left the party, so that doesn't count anymore. And, and even so, I mean, who's to know if that would be a significant challenge? Like, this was a significant challenge in the sense that it went into, like, the second day of the Democratic National Convention, right? Like, it, this was a significant challenge, so. And, and anyway, just because we mentioned President Carter, let's, you know, give a shout out to Rosalind Carter. Rest in peace to the former first lady. Our prayers to the Carter family. All right, item number six, another U.S. senator, born in Calgary with the name Raphael. This U.S. senator gained national attention for a 21-hour, 19-minute filibuster in 2013 opposing the Affordable Care Act. Is that Ted Cruz? Yeah, apparently <laughs> Ted Cruz is Canadian. His name is Raphael. Okay. Yeah. His name was Ted. He was a senator I knew of. Yeah, I, I mean, I was more <laughs> surprised by the Canada part, but apparently Ted Cruz is, at least at one point, was Canadian. Who'd have thought? Wait, but he was running for president. How does that work? You become a U.S. citizen, can't you? He, yeah, but you, you have to be born in the U.S. to run for president. Oh, really? I thought you could just become this. I gotta look this up. That is, that's goofy. All right. Number seven, electrocuted to death on January 24th, 1989, this man was portrayed by Zac Efron in 2019, Chad Michael Murray in 2021, and again in 2021 by Luke Kirby. Ted Bundy. Yeah, that is Ted Bundy. Yep. Yeah, Zac Efron and Chad Michael Murray both kind of heartthrobs. Luke Kirby, he was in The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. He played Lenny Bruce. Oh. We watched that show, yeah. Huh. All right. Number eight, founded in 1984, this organization uses the slogan, Ideas Worth Sharing. TED Talk. TED Talk, yeah. TED Talk or TED Con Conferences, however you want to say it, yeah. TED Talk is how I typically know it. Maybe one day I can give a TED Talk about trivia. Yeah, then you can just submit, submit your video. Oh, that's all you got to do? I think. I <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. All right. Maybe that will be a goal for my 2024 wrapped. All right. Number nine, this three-time Super Bowl champion linebacker was welcomed back by his team of 13 seasons as an honorary captain at Super Bowl 49. No idea. That is Teddy Bruschi. So of the New England Patriots. Oh, okay. He's been on ESPN as a commentator for a while. Uh, yep. yep. I didn't know that. All right. Number 10. This television series lasted three seasons from August 2020 to May 2023. Interestingly enough, this show was based on a series of commercials for NBC Sports, which aired in 2013. Ted Lasso. That is Ted Lasso. Yeah, we watched that one together. That was hilarious. Anyway, that was round number one, the name game. Sarah, you got eight out of ten on that one, so good job. Now, that round was inspired by the multiple Teds who have reached out recently. <laughs> so in like the past week or two, I had two Teds on Facebook reach out, and then I had another Ted leave an Apple review. 
Um, though I suppose it's likely that one of the Facebook Ted's was also the Apple Ted. Anyway, between two to three Ted's reached out over the past couple of weeks, and I, I just got to read this Apple review because it was great, and I love Apple reviews. So here's how it went. This is the best trivia podcast I've ever listened to, and I've tried quite a few. Sam is personable, speaks clearly and slowly, and mixes in a little comedy, but not at the expense of the quiz itself. His theme rounds are excellent and fun to decipher. Look forward to playing one of his live games. Yeah, thank you so much, Ted, and we hope to have you at a live game soon. Of course, the next one, Friday, December 22nd at 8 p.m. Central. That is semi-festive pub trivia. Join the Facebook for the invite or just reach out and I'll get you hooked up. You watch it on YouTube, you send in your answers to me, and we score those rounds live. You can compete against people all over the country or even the world. It's good times. All right, anyway, that was round number one, the name game. Coming up, we got round number two, short answer chain. All right, round number two, short answer chain. One of the Facebook Ted's, this one is for you. So I have 10 short answer items below. Each item partially connects to the items immediately preceding and or immediately following, hence the chain. All right, here we go. Item number one, winning the Academy Award for Best Actress in 1993 for her work in Howard's End, and then the Academy Award for Best Adapted Screenplay for Sense and Sensibility in 1996, this person became the first and probably still only to win an Academy Award for acting as well as for writing. All right, number two. This SNL cast member holds the record for longest tenured cast member of all time with 21 seasons. Item number three. Drafted by San Diego in the third round of the 2013 NFL Draft, this wide receiver just surpassed 1,000 receiving yards in a season for the sixth time in his career. Item number four. Credited as influential in the development of detective fiction, this 19th century author also inspired the name for an NFL team which was technically established in 1996 as an expansion team. Item number five. From 1924 until his death in 1972, this man headed two agencies under eight different presidents. Regarding his legacy, a 2011 opinion piece by the Washington Post stated, quote, For most of his life, Americans considered him a hero. He made the G-Man brand so popular that at its height, it was harder to become a member of his agency than to become accepted into an Ivy League college. Item number six. During the Great Depression, this president became synonymous with the difficult times as evidenced by how his name was used within slang terms for shanty towns, empty pockets, and even discarded newspapers which people would use to stay warm. Item number seven. 
Drafted by Los Angeles in the first round of the 2020 NFL Draft, this quarterback was the NFL's Offensive Rookie of the Year after a season where he set numerous records for a rookie quarterback, including most passing touchdowns, most total touchdowns, and most completions. Item 8. This actor played an aspiring cheerleader in the 2004 film Dodgeball. And we've been talking about some recurring themes which show up in these rounds. Speaking of recurring themes in my games, apparently since 2007, he has also voiced Elvin in the Elvin and the Chipmunks film series, which I had no idea because I've never seen it. All right, item nine. With a population of over 8 million people, this is the most populous island in the United States. And item number 10. Politically, this archipelago is divided into three parts. A British Overseas Territory, an unincorporated territory of the United States, and the easternmost islands of the Commonwealth of Puerto Rico, which is also considered an unincorporated territory of the United States. All right, we went over each of those once. Pause now if you need more time. We'll go over those again, but then we're going to reveal the answers. All right, item number one, winning the Academy Award for Best Actress in 1993 for her work in Howard's End and then the Academy Award for Best Adapted Screenplay for Sense and Sensibility in 1996, this person became the first and still only to win an Academy Award for acting as well as writing. I assume she's still the only one to have this distinction. Um, (laughs) The source I had was from 2019. It was hard to see if anyone had matched that since then, but do you know who that is? I did not have an answer for that one, no. All right, that would be Emma Thompson. I was way off. Emma Thompson. She was in Love Actually. She was the one that liked Joni Mitchell. Yeah, but you didn't tell me that in the clue. I know, that wasn't in the clue. (laughs) (laughs) That was not in the clue. All right, number two. This SNL cast member holds the record for longest tenured cast member of all time with 21 seasons. Is there a Keenan Kel? I feel like I mix up some people. Keenan Peel, Keenan and... I don't know. You you are very close. Um, so Keenan Thompson. Keenan Thompson, okay. Back in the day, he was in Keenan and Kel. Oh. Yep. <laughs> okay. Yep, but Keenan Thompson. So you were 0 for 2 so far. So after going after going 8 of 10 in round 1, you're, you're off to a slow start strong here. Strong about the rest. Strong about the rest, all right. So number 3, drafted by San Diego in the third round of the 2013 NFL Draft, This wide receiver just surpassed 1,000 receiving yards in a season for the sixth time of his career. Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. Yeah. Keenan Allen connecting with Keenan Thompson. Keenan Thompson connecting with Emma Thompson. All right, number four, credited as influential in the development of detective fiction, this 19th century author also inspired the name for an NFL team, which was technically established in 1996 as an expansion team. This was confusing, but I wrote Ed- Edgar Allan Poe. It is Edgar Allan Poe, Poe, so 
the Baltimore Ravens got their name from his poem, The Raven, because I guess Edgar Allan Poe spent part of his career in Baltimore and is buried in Baltimore. Sure. The Baltimore Ravens, technically an expansion team, even though they moved Cleveland, the Cleveland Browns over to Baltimore. Anyway, that's a long story. Edgar Allan Poe connecting with Keenan Allen. All right, number five, from 1924 until his death in 1972, this man headed two agencies under eight different presidents. Regarding his legacy, a 2011 opinion piece by the Washington Post stated, quote, For most of his life, Americans considered him a hero. He made the G-Man brand so popular that, at its height, it was harder to become a member of his agency than to be accepted into an Ivy League college. J. Edgar Hoover? Yes, that would be J. Edgar Hoover. Yeah, he was in charge of the FBI. And then... I think before it was just called the Bureau of Investigation prior to forming as the FBI. All right, number six, during the Great Depression, this president became synonymous with the difficult times as evidenced by how his name was used within slang terms for things like shanty towns, empty pockets, and even discarded newspapers that people used to stay warm. Herbert Hoover. Yes, that would be President Herbert Hoover. So shanty towns were called Hoovervilles. Your empty pocket, if you um, took it out, took it out of your pants to kind of like just leave it hanging there, that'd be called a Hoover flag. I don't think I'm describing that the right way, but you know how you pull out your pockets. I know what you mean. Pull out, pull out your pockets. Yeah, Hoover flags or newspapers were called Hoover blankets if people were using them to try to stay warm. So yeah, Hoover was synonymous for sucking, which that wasn't a vacuum pun. I, I, <laughs> that's funny. I'm a funny guy sometimes. All right. Number seven, drafted by Los Angeles in the first round of the 2020 NFL draft. This quarterback was the NFL's offensive rookie of the year after a season where he set numerous records for rookie quarterback, including most passing touchdowns, most total touchdowns, and most completions. That was like my third NFL reference in this round. Just randomly happened like that. Do you know who this is? I wrote Justin Herbert because of the clues on either side, but I don't know who he is. Yeah, Justin Herbert. Actually, not only is he an NFL player, uh, he also plays for the Chargers, which Keenan Allen also plays for the Chargers. So not only did I have three NFL references, I had two Chargers references. That was not planned. I am not a Chargers fan. I'm a Packer fan. I also am breaking my rule of not making any clues about NFL quarterbacks because the two that have made appearances so far this year have gotten hurt. Now, Justin Herbert is my fantasy quarterback, so I need to knock on wood. Come on. All right, number eight, this actor played an aspiring cheerleader in the 2004 film Dodgeball. And speaking of recurring themes, randomly showing up within my games, apparently since 2007, he has also voiced Elvin in the Elvin and the Chipmunks film series. You know who this is? Justin Long. Justin Long. Yeah, Justin Long. Well done. All right, number nine. With a population of over 8 million people, this is the most populous island in the United States. Long Island. Yes, Long Island. Well done. And then number 10. Politically, this archipelago is divided into three parts. A British overseas territory, an unincorporated territory of the United States, and the easternmost islands of the Commonwealth of Puerto Rico, which is also an unincorporated territory of the United States. 
What is this? I could only come up with the Virgin Islands. Yes, that would be the Virgin Islands connecting with Long Island. So well done, you picked it up. After an 0-2 start, you went eight for 10, so well done. Once you get a couple, it's easy to fill them in, but yeah, I did not start strong. Did not start strong, but that's okay. You got eight in round one, eight in round two. Anyway, thank you, Ted, for suggesting that round. I appreciate that, and I appreciate you reaching out on Facebook. So that was round number two, short answer chain. Coming up, we got round number three, common initials. All right, round number three, common initials. This one is also by request. Thank you so much, David. Thank you for reaching out and telling me that this was your favorite round. Thank you. Speaking of people on Spotify Wrapped who have me as one of their top most listened to podcasts, you've played all 80 plus of my games while you drive your truck. That is awesome. So to show my appreciation, here's your favorite round. And I'm going to use your initials, at least your initials on Facebook. So I have 10 items below, each with the initials D-A. So here we go. Item number one, Kamala Harris held this position in San Francisco from 2004 to 2011. Item number two. This is a term sometimes used to describe the centuries immediately following the fall of the Western Roman Empire. Item three. Notable roles by this SNL alum include Elwood and Ray. Item four. According to wizardingworld.com, Harry, Hermione, and Ron formed this organization in order to teach their Hogwarts classmates self-defense against the dark arts. Item number five. Merriam-Webster defines this red form and catchphrase as a foolish or stupid person. Item number six. While today this is a commonly used term, It was once a position within the Catholic Church tasked with arguing against the credentials of an individual proposed for sainthood. Item number seven. This company is based in Atlanta and is among the largest of its industry with hubs in Amsterdam, Boston, Detroit, London, LA, Mexico City, Minneapolis, New York City, Paris, Salt Lake City, Seattle, Seoul, and Tokyo. Item 8. This person is most famous for their role in the Scream film series and for being married to one of the stars of Friends from 1999 to 2013. Item 9. This is a website and book series which, according to its author, is designed to, quote, honor those who tip chlorine into our gene pool by accidentally removing their own DNA from it during the spectacular climax of a great idea gone very, very wrong.
And item number 10. Dictionary.com defines this as a phrase used to fend off questions about a situation one finds awkward, unpleasant, or unsatisfactory. All right, pause now if you need more time. We'll go over those again, but then we'll give you the answers. Okay, item number one. Kamala Harris held this position in San Francisco from 2004 to 2011. What is it? District attorney. Yeah, district attorney. District attorney. And uh, kudos for me for not just making another Batman reference. I could have done Harvey Dent. He was the the DA. I wanted to, but I didn't. All right, number two. This is a term sometimes used to describe the centuries immediately following the fall of the Western Roman Empire. Is it the Dark Ages? Yeah, the Dark Ages. Yeah, I guess modern day historians don't use the word as much, but eh, whatever. I'm a history teacher. I still hear it. I don't necessarily use it because I don't teach that type of history, but I still hear the term. All right, number three. Notable roles by this SNL alum include Elwood and Ray. I don't know. Yeah, so that would be Dan Aykroyd. So Elwood J. Blues from the Blues Brothers. Ray Stance from uh, Ghostbusters. Okay. Yeah. Know the name. I would have never gotten that. Yeah, Dan Aykroyd. Also was in Tommy Boy at the end, one of my favorites. Yeah, second SNL reference in this game. I didn't get either of them. You didn't get either of them. Yeah, you were not an SNL person. All right, number four. According to WizardingWorld.com, Harry, Hermione, and Ron formed this organization in order to teach their Hogwarts classmates self-defense against the dark arts. Dumbledore's army. Dumbledore's army, yeah. Dumbledore's army, well done. Number five, Merriam-Webster defines this red form and catchphrase as a foolish or stupid person. I will not attempt the proper inflection or tone and say, dumb ass. Yep, dumb ass, yep. Dumb ass, you are right. All right, number six. While today this is a commonly used term, it was once a position within the Catholic Church tasked with arguing against the credentials of an individual proposed for sainthood. I said the devil's advocate. Devil's advocate. Yeah. Makes sense. That does make sense, but I just learned that, (laughs) I just learned that like five minutes ago. That was one of the last items that I wrote for this game. All right, number seven. This company is based in Atlanta and is among the largest of its industry with hubs in Amsterdam, Boston, Detroit, London, LA, Mexico City, Minneapolis, New York City, Paris, Salt Lake City, Seattle, Seoul, and Tokyo. Delta Airlines. Delta Airlines. Yep. We live in Minneapolis, so we get to fly Delta, which thank God, because the rest of the airlines are not as good. They're not sponsoring us. They're not sponsoring us, and I I have no brand loyalty, but it's just, oh my gosh, anytime we don't get to fly Delta, it sucks. I'm sure some of those, like, like I'm sure Fly Emirates would be great, but I've never gotten to do that one. It's always either, like, Delta or, like, Frontier or something like that. I always hope for Delta. Yep. All right, number eight... This person is most famous for their role in the Scream series and for being married to one of the stars of Friends from 1999 to 2013. David Arquette. David Arquette. Well done. Well done. All right, number nine. This is a website and book series which, according to its author, is designed to, quote, 
Honor those who tip chlorine into our gene pool by accidentally removing their own DNA from it during the spectacular climax of a great idea gone very, very wrong. I had no answer. Yeah, so we have this book. We have this book, The Darwin Awards. Oh, okay. About people that die doing stupid things. I did not know we had this book. (laughs) So, to be fair, I bought it long. I I mean, I was probably in middle school when we got it. (laughs) And then when I got it, (laughs) everything I own is now yours, right? The Darwin Awards, which, speaking of connected items popping up throughout this game, there was a 2006 comedy based on the Darwin Awards starring David Arquette. Wow. Who'd have thought? All right, number 10, dictionary.com defines this as a phrase used to fend off questions about a situation one finds awkward, unpleasant, or unsatisfactory. Deflect away. (laughs) I don't know. Don't ask. Don't ask. Oh, okay. Don't ask. So how many of those did you get? Seven. Seven. So not bad. So you got eight, eight, and seven. Well done. And then David, or really anyone that likes this common initials round, I suggest you check out, go on Spotify or Apple or wherever you're listening, um, search for a podcast titled The Power Trips Initials Game. It's been published by KFAN, my local sports station in in Minneapolis, and their host, Corey Cove. Uh, It's a fantastic game. It's a lot of fun. Sarah and I like to play along with it. It's more game show style, right? It's more game show style, uh, but it's a lot of fun. I imagine that that could keep you entertained as you drive that truck all over the place. All right, everyone, that is all I have for today. Thank you for joining me. Yeah, just a reminder, if I'm on your Spotify wrapped, reach out, tell me your favorite round. I will give you a shout out and play your favorite round. And yeah, if you like the show, please subscribe, rate, and review. Five-star reviews on Spotify and Apple and the written reviews on Apple, they go a long way with the algorithms and getting people to find the show. So maybe next year my Spotify Wrapped will be even bigger. Not that it's about me. It's about. It's about. <laughs> it's about the game. The it's about the game, game. And, and the community. Um, sorry, I was just saying that out loud, and maybe it's because Sarah's here. But I was like, I sound like a tool right now, so I'm just gonna log off. So anyway, I'm on social media at Pub Trivia Group, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. All those are linked in the show notes. You can also find my email if you want to reach out that way. Anyway, peace out and pod on you nerds.